Welcome to the Health Coach Nation podcast. My name is Haley Rowe, and I'm a sales and marketing coach and LinkedIn lead generation service provider. I work with health, life, and mindset coaches and online service-based business owners to help them get more sales, shift their time to the client generating activities instead of just the busy work, and overcome that social media overwhelm. Let's get into the show. I have a new free gift for you. It's my free time management system. And this is something that you're going to actually be able to stick with. It's nothing too fancy. It's not going to require spreadsheets. And it's basically teaching you how to love your calendar, how to plan your week and prioritize the result producing activities, how to prevent procrastination and keep getting better and better at time management with my five reflection questions you can use weekly. And it's what I personally used when I was juggling so many side jobs when I was first growing my business. So I can't wait to share it with you. It's at HaleyRowe.com slash time planning. It's all one word. And if you need the direct link or you can't find it, just feel free to DM me at Haley underscore Rowe. Mention the time management system and I will get you the exact link. All right, let's get into the show. Hey, today I am live with the founder of Functional Diagnostic Nutrition, and we're going to be talking a lot about coaching in a post-pandemic world, how you can improve the results that you produce with your clients. And Reed, I will have you introduce yourself first, and we'll get into the interview. Well, thanks very much. Uh, you already said it. I'm Reed Davis. I'm the founder of Functional diagnostic nutrition. I would give you other credentials, but they really don't mean much. My real claim to fame is that I've run more functional lab work than almost any other five practitioners put together. And I love the title for today's episode, Haley, and thank you so much for having me here. Uh, Health coaching in the post-pandemic world is interesting and it's different. Boy, if you thought people were sick before the pandemic. Now we've just added millions and millions more people who are going to have long-term problems. So I can't wait to uh, answer some questions and talk about this. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about how you have seen the coaching world change throughout the years and where you think it's headed as far as um, what people are looking for and what is hot in the industry, things like that. Yeah, sure. Thanks. So you know, I can go back pretty far. I mean, it's way, way different than it was when I started in 1999. Uh, really, the word health coaching wasn't around. And yet those of us who are not licensed, that's kind of the general category. So I've seen a lot of changes, a lot of elevation of health coaching into the uh, public eye where now people are looking for health coaches. And, uh, you know, before COVID, uh, there was millions and millions and millions of people. In other words, I told my students, I've been teaching this course since 2008, I told my students, you're never going to run out of customers, ever. People misbehave, let's say, <laughs> and the environment isn't very good either. And so there's all this opportunity for them to spiral down, and they do. And by the way, they're not getting answers from standard medicine. They're 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 getting almost no answers there for the kind of problems that we are really good at dealing with. Now, during the pandemic, a lot of people got sent home from work. Millions. No more work. Don't come to the office. Well, guess what? 
health coaches were already at home. You know, most of us work from home. I think I helped pioneer the what we call distance coaching, where you can work with someone over the phone. And now with modern technology, such as we are using right now, it's amazing what you can do from the comfort of your own apartment, condo, house, wherever. You can work from anywhere in the world as a health coach. And that, and so the pandemic really brought that out, that we're already at home. So actually, most of us, our businesses increased. We, we got more customers because now you had people who were sitting home. By the way, the, the they were getting checks and still getting paid and, and lots of things like that. So they had money and didn't have to go to work. And they wanted to work on their health. So I saw an explosion in health coaching with with the pandemic, and it hasn't slowed down a bit. As a matter of fact, more and more people are becoming health coaches because you can work from home. It's very, very rewarding work when you help others, and it pays well. So yeah. if you're looking for a new career, it'd be a great one to jump into. So I've seen those few things and much, much more uh, that we could talk about. Yeah, love that. Okay. And so I'm curious your thoughts on um, if somebody is going to be a health coach, picking or picking a specialty or picking a niche. Um, what are your thoughts on that topic? Great question. And my, my first initial thought is that as a health coach, you really are working with the general principles of health building. So you're not really treating any specific thing. That's for doctors. They diagnose and treat. We don't want to diagnose and treat unless you're licensed to do that. By the way, you need to be licensed to do that because it's actually pretty dangerous to be picking out specific things that, that could take a turn for the worse. You know, So you want a licensed uh, provider to oversee some of these niches. And, and as I just said, health coaches really should be experts in the general principles of health building. Notice we could help people with any problem because of the way we work. It doesn't matter what the problem is. So having said that as the background, that we don't treat specific things, we use general principles to treat the entire person. It's very holistic. Every cell, tissue, organ, system improves. The entire organism improves. So a lot of those diagnoses, they just disappear. We don't care what you called it or anything like that. So with that is the way we really work. What you find are that health coaches usually had a problem of their own before they came to get the training. And if it was thyroiditis or whatever it was, uh, chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia, all these things, irritable bowel, I mean, you just name it. So they came seeking and searching. And they weren't getting answers, just like the public, their our customers. They weren't getting answers from standard medicine. That was all just drugs and surgery and um, not always really helpful. And so they're outside of that and they're seeking. They find health coaching and uh, programs like ours who really understand the background, the anatomy, physiology, biochemistry. We're also using functional lab work. So we're really identifying the healing opportunities. But then again, we're not really treating a specific thing. We're, we're fixing everything, every cell, tissue, organ, as I said. They get better. So they come seeking. They get better. And then who do they want to help and who do they attract? People with the same condition they had. So even though health coaches 
don't treat specifics. We treat every cell. Uh, you have your favorite thing. You got your pet peeve. You got your, wow, my story is I had this and that, and I went to my doctor, and he didn't help me very much. And, and so I was searching around. I found this health coaching methodology and solution and lab work and, and the natural solutions, pure natural solutions, and it worked for me. And so I think I can help you too. You you would just tell your story. The stories are great. And it just is kind of weird how if you had thyroiditis, you're going to meet a lot of people that also had thyroiditis or have it. And they want you to help them because you've overcome your problem. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think it's natural to have certain things that you can relate to more or you can talk about more. Um, and also it helps you maybe stand out a little bit more in the marketplace. Um, now, as far as when you said that, I, I want to know what is required to be an amazing health coach and to feel really confident about being able to get your clients results. I hope this doesn't surprise you, but the number one thing is to want to help other people. You got to have it in your heart. You know, that was something that I always did from the time I was a kid you know, as a boy scout I, I walked little old ladies across the street I went and I did good and then you know I would the old people down the street I would rake their leaves and shovel their snow for no charge I just I just was brought up to be helpful and to want to help people so you have it in your heart number one to help others the other thing that I think is important is you're willing to walk the talk you got to try to live a lifestyle that's an example for other people to follow. Now, it doesn't mean you have to be perfect. You can still have your challenges, but as long as you're working on them, walking your talk, doing what you ask others to do, eat right and go to bed and exercise and all that stuff, then that's a good start. So it may not be exactly what you're looking for, but that's the foundation. Now, once, once you have those, if that's you, if you want to help others and also make a good living doing it, um, and you're willing to walk the talk and set an example, then you you start there and you get educated. You get trained on two probably two basic skills, two really important skills. One is communication, so helping other people, listening to them, active listening, and and um, getting them to understand what their real goals are and maybe set timelines, things like that. That's the coaching part where you just Again, if you are helpful and you're walking the talk, then you can get other people to be more aware, just become more self-aware that what they're doing is not working. And if they continue on their current path, they're probably going to spiral downwards. Then you will be on drugs and surgery and stuff. You know, so let's let's get a, a handle on this thing. Along with that goes this mindset that I think is critical that. Well, let me ask you, who's supposed to be in control of your health? You are. Yeah. It's your it's your health, it's your body, it's your mind, it's your spirit, it, it's it's your family and things like that. So you are responsible and I'm here to help you. Set again, set the, the goals and, and understand what the challenges really are. So that coaching skill is really critical and important. And uh, the other thing was this is the science, you know, like you got to have a methodology, a step by step process. You can't just say, well, I'm a health coach. You know, let me help you. Well, what are you going to do? What's your first step? What's the second step? Third step? How are you going to track and how are you going to measure the results?
things like that. So you've got to have a methodology, which is a method and a way of thinking. The method is one thing. The ology part, how you think about it, is also really critical. So, uh, again, I, I, I'll say that with the coaching skills that we talk, just talked about, the desire, uh, trying to set an example. The other thing is knowing a thing or two about how the body actually works. You know, I, I, I teach biology and physiology and biochemistry and these things that I think are critical. And again, we're not trying to be doctors. We're, we're actually outperforming most physicians in chronic stress-related downward spiraling conditions, you know. Um, no one's going to go to a health coach for a broken arm. <laughs> you know, you, if you car accident, you're going to go straight to the emergency where you belong. Same thing if you have a, a other certain urgent urgent needs, acute stuff. We, you don't go to your health coach for that. But but everything else is pretty much our backyard. Mm -hmm. And so you said what are some of the most important things? The uh, it would be, first of all, that state of mind, you know, really wanting to help other people, being willing to walk the talk, developing some coaching skills, being a good communicator and, and being able to bring out the best in people. That's real important. I spent 15 years as a football coach, youth football, uh, uh, a certain time period in my life. And I, I loved it because I my whole job was to get the best out of the kids on the field. You know, just get them to be their best, not compete with each other, but compete with themselves and and take responsibility and stuff like that. So that coaching skills critical. And then finally, again, the science, you have to know a thing or two about how the body works. Yeah, nice. Nice summary. Yeah. And when it comes to developing your coaching skills, what are some common either mistakes you see when it comes to coaching skills or ways that people can improve their coaching skills. Yes. Yeah, so the, the distinction one probably should make is that there's coaching and there's counseling and they're two different things. Coaching isn't just giving a person your opinion. You know, it's finding out what's important to them. You know, what's your main complaint? Like if I had a magic wand, what would be the one thing? And you get people to, to zero in on something that's important. They have 10 complaints. You know, you're never going to help them because they just go to the next one. You know, so you get them, you, you dial them in. So you dial them into what we, we really want to accomplish here. And, you know, how often does it uh, bother you? And how long has that been going on? And getting them to understand none of that's okay. Don't ever let anyone tell you headaches are normal. Or I had a, a client once and her doctor told her hysterectomies were normal at 35 years old. Oh, hysterectomies are normal. No, they're not. So none of this. So you got to have that ability. The coaching skill is just about getting them to realize things. You're not giving your opinion. You're asking them questions and you're getting them to find out what's the most important thing. And why is this important to you? You know, how does this ruin your life? If they say, oh, it doesn't really ruin my life. They're not a good client. You, you kind of have to, I don't want to say break them down, but get them to realize, man, this is really important. Boy, if I don't get rid of these headaches and diarrhea, I'm never going to date. I'm never going to get married. I'm never going to have kids. I'm going to get, you know, you can't go out and have fun. You know, I mean, I'm just throwing things out there. But so you got to communicate again those skills. The, as far as mistakes go, you said what were the mistakes? Um, it would be just 
I do this, I do that, I do this, I do that, um, and offering your opinion so much. It's really just letting them decide for themselves what's important, why it's important, and also have them assess who do they have to work with, who's going to be on your your team with you, as you t- or do you have anyone working against you? Is there someone in the household, even a spouse, that doesn't want you to get better? They like you being dependent and kind of crippled or whatever, you know, like, like, so you, you got to be able to ask those questions and just let them really lay it all out. I think getting them to have reasonable expectations, what would you expect? What would you reasonably expect to get out of working with the health coach has to be reasonable. If they're a size 14 bathing suit and they want to get into a size two by June, it's probably not going to happen. So getting to that thing, and then also getting to them to um, up their commitment. If you're a health coach and you start, if you you need to ask people at the end of all your discovery, which is them talking, you asking questions, them talking. Uh, you have to ask them how committed are you to achieving results on a scale of one to ten. Where are you? If they're six, they're not committed enough. They're not going to follow through. They're not going to. So you have to use, there's some little techniques to get them up to a real high level of commitment. And so the mistakes I see coaches making is they don't do those. They don't really onboard properly and they'll work with anyone because they need the money or, you know, they want to, they want to help and they're taking on cases that are too complex. Or again, there's uh, uh, a lot of the obstacles to healing are in the mind and emotions of the person. So you got to get all this, all this out of them, what, what the real goals are and what the expectations are and what their commitment level is. And plus they're going to have to lay out a chunk of change. You know, they're going to have to pay you. And in our world, they're going to have to pay for some lab fees. So they really have to be committed. So I, I see those mistakes around those issues being made. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then there's the other world we you could ask me about is well what how do you find out what's really wrong mm-hmm. and what are your protocols and they have to be you have to be on it you have to know the science again how the body works and what's really going on up, upstream we don't want to just treat the symptoms that'd be a big mistake yeah that's a good one yeah okay and so if um and just a side note for anybody listening to this who is struggling to get the right leads like you're struggling to find people who really value what you do and get it or you're you're struggling to nurture those leads um i do have a free training coming up soon i put the link in the description for this video but if you're listening to this and you don't you're not on our live right now. It's HaleyRow.com slash training. And we're going to be talking about getting booked clients um, who you love and doing it without needing to obsess over being on social media all the time or needing to um, have a big audience to start with. So just a side note there. And Reed, when it comes to lab work and all the things that you have done throughout the years, is there any big aha moments you've realized like about just um, something really fascinating about labs or something, you know, just that you've realized that you'd, thought yes. you'd like to share with health coaches? Well, let's see. How long do we have here? <laughs> no, I could really pin it down to you. I'd love to tell you about all the discoveries that I made. 
remember, I worked in an office for 10 years running labs. That was my job. I ran all the lab work, saliva testing, urine testing, stool testing, blood testing things. And and uh, I, I recognized some patterns, some very obvious patterns. So um, I could tell you a lot about looking upstream for various causal factors. You know, everyone says look for the root cause. And that's a that's a worthy pursuit. And I, I used to say it. it was in my hand, handle. <clears throat> we get to the root cause. Well, it, I learned this is the biggest thing I learned is that these causal factors, which are upstream, require more than one lab test. You can't run a standard doctor's CBC chem panel and, and f- identify those root causes. You, it doesn't happen. So you got to run functional lab work. But even then, and I see this mistake being made by FM doctors and other practitioners all the time, is they're guessing at which one test they should run like which causal factor it is, and they they might even find something there. <clears throat> so so if I have one thing to say about that, it well I never have one thing, but it would it would be that there's no one root cause. There's always multiple causal factors. That's one thing. Now two, this is even more important. They're crashing into each other. Those causal factors are having an effect on each other. And a picture I use to vision, you know, this thing, uh, visualize, is if you took a handful of rocks and threw it into a very smooth pond, you'd see a bunch of rings. But then those rings would go out and they would have an effect upon each other. And then pretty soon the whole water would be all ripply. You know, so those causal, those, each stone would be a causal factor. It's nice to know what tests to run to look for those things. Uh, but remember, they're going to have an effect on each other. And there's not a lot of tests for those interactions. Not yet. We're 50 years away from the kind of testing we really need. 50 years. Wow. So my opinion, I've been doing this for 23 years. And um, I'm I'm working closely with a number of labs, at least three different labs, on their science, on their what are we looking for? Can we go here? Can we go there? And make it cheap so that everyone can do it. And by the way, hopefully do it at home in the convenience of your own home. In other words, not have to use blood work for everything. So I said, I never have one thing to say, but so number one, there are always multiple causal factors. You got to know how to identify them, but you have to understand how they're affecting each other. And that's why a methodology is critical. You've got to have a step-by-step program. So we can run functional, uh, these functional labs, a lot of them can be done easily at home, not real expensive. For hormones, for the immune system, for digestion, for detoxification, for energy production, for the nervous system balance that you have to have. These are all critical. So that's what's going on upstream. So rather than say root cause, I call it metabolic chaos. That's that's mm-hmm. a phrase you might have heard, but I, I have sort of coined it to, to apply to this particular situation. And we all have, me, you, and all the audience, metabolic chaos. Now, some have less than others. Some have um, uh, not a lot of problems. They're pretty damn healthy. Others have a lot of problems, and there's a lot of metabolic chaos. There's a lot of 
broken links in metabolism or weak links in metabolism. And, and again, remember, these things are all having an effect on each other. So if you have hormone and immune and digestion and uh, detoxification issues, um, you can't just pick one and work on it. Like, so that's back to what I said earlier about picking a specialty. I have, I know people are detox specialists or they're immune system specialists or they're hormone spec. And you know what? I, I, um, I think that's okay for marketing and finding people who you have an affinity with, but you better know about all the other things too. And that's why my course is such a comprehensive course. I, I, I'll finish with this and, and see if it answered your question. We look for an entire constellation of healing opportunities and they all get affected. They all improve with our protocols, which we can talk about, but, but those protocols have to have an effect on every cell tissue organ and system. You don't really want to pick one thing out um, other than for your marketing niche. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, and what would you say to like, Somebody who's listening to this is like, wow, I have a lot to learn. This is overwhelming. Starting a business and learning this is overwhelming. I've, I want to be amazing. And there's so much I there's so much detail. Um, what would you say to someone who just feels that overwhelm initially? Well, uh, don't bite off more than you can chew. If you're with clients and you have clients, uh, you know, work on the general principles of health building. Don't, don't niche too deep unless you can run some of the labs and really get into these causal factors that sometimes are very far upstream, very far removed. Um, but there is, there are systems. I know mine best because I've been teaching it since 2008 and it's a very well developed, very robust course in everything you need to to do not to be selling my course here but um it's it's uh i can teach you in 10 months everything i learned in 10 years of hard work i was a just a workaholic maniac i ran i was running as many labs as any five doctors put together that's not me saying that's the lab saying who the hell are you like no one runs as many labs. And I just was so dedicated. I remember I started with really want to help people, willing to walk the talk and and do do some of that hard work. So everything I pioneered and learned and all those labs I ran and the the, the patterns I recognize, not only in the lab work, the H, the hormone immune digestion detoxification and so on, but the protocols, what I sent people home to do ended up working really well. And I have so many stories of miracles. People, oh my God, just got better, like pretty quick because uh, they got focused on the right things. And so, um, uh, you know, what for someone who's not feeling very confident, there's a system. It's everything I learned in 10 years put into a 10-month course. You could do it in six because it's self-paced if you're an eager beaver. Um, and then you'll come out very confident, very able to use the lab work to get the data. Again, you're not going to diagnose. Don't worry about you know, being a doctor, any of that stuff. You're just looking for those causal factors upstream. You're looking at the relationship between them. I can train you that. And then what to tell the person to do becomes really easy after that. 
And um, it's diet, rest, exercise, stress reduction, supplementation. The protocols are um, laid out just as simply as the investigation into those causal factors. And so it's a system. So what, what gives you the confidence is that not only do you have a system, but in our group, we have a whole community. I've trained 4,000 people. We have over 600 members of a professional group within that. So you can take the course, like a lot of people do for your own health, and uh, to help your family and kind of uh, poke around. We call them hobbyists. Mm-hmm. You know, it's an avocation. But I have over 600 members of a profession. They're professional FDN practitioners. And we hang out and we have continuing education and 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 that kind of a thing. So that's where the confidence comes from. One, knowing your stuff, and two, having a community to hang out with who have similar challenges, and we yeah. share. Yeah, and having a system around it. I think with both the business side of things and the health coaching side of things, having a system to help you know your steps, having a community to help you, um, having somebody who's done it before, who's condensed it for you, is really important. And um, I actually have had clients who've gone through your program and I can say that they are confident in what they do. They do know how to help their clients. And uh, I love, I think your diet, what you just shared, the dress, is it yeah, the yeah. for success or whatever? Yeah. So I think that's really awesome. And um, what I'd love to do is tell everybody where they can find you, connect with you. I put a link in the description for this. Uh, to your website that you sent me. Um, but tell me, tell everybody where they can connect. And Yeah, we'll go to fdntraining.com slash Haley. That's H-A-I-L-E-Y, as you probably see on your screen here. So it's fdntraining.com slash Haley. And just poke around. You can take a course tour. You could also start the course for free. Let you do that. And and because we want it to be right for you. And we're very confident that this could be the the missing piece of the puzzle. Um, we know you want to help others. That's that prerequisite. You can't get around that. Uh, being willing to walk the talk. We help you with that because everyone who goes through my program, Haley, mm-hmm. they do the labs on themselves. So the labs you're going to be asking other people to do, your clients. Uh, you're going to do them on yourself as part of the course and you're going to get mentored. So there's, even though it's a self-paced course, you can go through fast. You do have to do all the mentoring. You're going to meet with your mentor and have a course supervisor who helps you. And um, with this, we're very well staffed. Wonderful. They're all graduates of the program who just okay. want to, Hey, I want to help others. I want to help train. You know, this is an amazing program. So it's it's there's lots of uh, support like that. And cool. so fdntraining.com slash Haley. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming to the show. And just for anybody who uh, missed it, be sure to mm-hmm. share the replay, comment replay below if you're watching it later. And um, we'll talk to you soon. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. And if it's really helpful for you, I'd really appreciate if you share it and or leave a written podcast review. This tells the podcast sites that our show is useful and it will be promoted to more people that way. Thanks again.